Buckle up. You are about to enter the Draws Cast podcast. Your host, author, and motivational speaker, Jeff Drozowski, will transport you through the world of motivation and leadership, always keeping an eye on having some fun, too. Sometimes with a guest, other times just Jeff. Either way, you will leave better equipped to succeed than when you came in. Here he is, the Draws, Jeff Drozowski. Hello and thank you, author, motivational speaker, trainer, coach, video blogger, and podcaster, Jeff Drozdowski here, and welcome to my show, The Drozcast Podcast, speaking of motivation and leadership. What a few weeks it has been for DrawsTalks.com and the Drozcast Podcast. I've spent more time on the West Coast, primarily in California, than I have at home here in Southeast Michigan. But the experiences gained in the Golden State have been phenomenal and further motivate me to share with you the subjects of motivation and leadership. Want to help support the Drozcast? Shop on Amazon? All you have to do is go to my website, drawstalks.com, and click on this podcast-episode 14, which is titled Leading by Example. This podcast is found in the blog section of the site. There will be a link or several links for featured items based on episode relevance. As an example, today we are talking about leading by example, so there may be a link to a recommended item or book where you can learn more about the subject. That link takes you to the item. Not only if you purchase that item, but if you purchase anything else, personal, professional, or otherwise, uh, during your shop, you help support the show. So please go to the website, tap on this particular episode, go to the link provided, and you can shop to help support the Drawscast. Again, this is episode 14, Leading by Example. Consequently, this is step two in my leadership keynote, Three Steps to Becoming an Unforgettable Leader. This is also episode number two in a 10-part leadership topic. The first, if you recall, was being a servant leader. Consequently, that was the last episode. At the end of that episode, being a servant leader, I gave you some homework and call to action. I asked you to write down one or two people in your life that were your favorite leader or leaders and why. The type of answer you gave will say a lot about you and the type of leader that you respond to best. I had two that came to mind while I was doing my homework. These leaders were great leaders to me because they got the most out of me both physically and mentally. They were coaches. There were other great leaders in my life. But I wanted to give you two that had great impact early in my adult formative years. Both happened to be my college baseball head coaches. The first two years, the head coach was a gentleman by the name of Dave Kylitz. He was organized, demanding, had high expectations, and expected great results. He did get great results. All of his teams at Central Michigan University combined for a total of 456 wins, which is third all-time at that school and consequently my alma mater. Combined with his post-coaching activities with many coaching organizations around the country, he became an NCAA College Coaching Hall of Famer. After deciding to take the athletic director position at the school, the reins of the program went to the next person who was a very good leader for me in my formative adult years, and his name was Dean Creener. 
He took the reins of the program and became the all-time winningest coach in the school's history, which remains today with well over 500 victories. His leadership style was encouraging, glass half full, positive, enthusiastic, good-natured, maybe didn't spend as much time on the attention to details, but made up for it with his positive attitude and outgoing personality. His nickname affectionately was The Skipper. He managed me and most of the players from a positive point of view. Most importantly, he coached his players the way they needed to be coached, not I am going to coach you a certain way, whether you like it or not. What I began to learn in those college years is that there are different styles of leadership. I saw two very different ones in a four-year span. While my style eventually ended up to be more like Dean's than Dave's, I did take valuable lessons from both of them, blended them together to make my style. My style, in short, is treat everybody fairly, but not the same. Hmm, that's pretty interesting. And it sounds like it may make a great podcast episode down the road. So on to today's topic which is step two in that leadership keynote, three steps to becoming an unforgettable leader. Step one was just concluded, and again, that was being a servant leader. Step two is leading by example. I want to start out by telling you a story from my personal archive. When I first started managing in the restaurant world, I was a young, cocky, naive young man, two years removed from graduating college. The in-store management position that I was taking had me transitioning from the consultant-type job in the restaurant world that I had into actually working in the restaurant every day. When I went into it, I thought success was opening the door daily to the restaurant and then telling the employees what to do, kind of like a dictator, so to speak. Oh, boy, was I wrong. For the first two years of my managing career, I had a revolving door of employees because they didn't respect the way I was handling themselves individually and the staff overall. I had to come up with a solution or I was going to fail at being a restaurant manager. My solution was twofold. First, I got some great advice from my boss at the time on the value of training and how it lowers employee turnover. So the first step I did was to increase the amount of training that I was doing to the employees or for the employees. The increase in training was not hard to do because at the time I was hardly doing any training at all. The increased training helped out for sure, but the real breakthrough came when I started to do the tasks that I was asking my employees to do, namely wash dishes. What? Wash dishes? Yes, wash dishes. Every business has an entry-level job that seems to be more grunt work than anything else. As an example, in the world of radio and TV, there are people called interns that more or less get coffee for the on-air talent and the people in the office. They get lunch for those people as well, and they end up doing a lot of busy work and paperwork that people in that field really hate to do. In the restaurant world, that entry-level grunt position is washing dishes. And I never did it before. And I just said, you do the dishes, I'm the manager. That was my attitude more than anything. But you know what? Once I started taking my turn washing dishes, sweeping and mopping, cleaning the bathroom, it all changed. 
The combination of the way I treated my employees as well as now doing the jobs I was asking them to do changed everything dramatically. My credibility and loyalty rose significantly simply because I washed dishes. Maybe there are dishes that you as a leader need to wash at your place of business if you are having problems in the credibility or loyalty department. What are those dishes? Maybe it's cleaning toilets. Maybe it could be, if you are more business-oriented, creating spreadsheets for the company. It could be something as simple as turning the lights on in the morning. There are many other examples to this, too. But folks, here's the bottom line. Wash your dishes. No matter what it is, people will respond to you in a positive manner. And this, I guarantee. To reinforce the story, I want to share how two other people view leadership and how they view the importance of washing dishes to be paramount. The first person is a former U.S. Secretary of Defense person by the name of Robert McNamara. He was Secretary of Defense during the Vietnam War era. He always felt that a primary responsibility of people in management and leadership was to, in his words, quote, be more Catholic than the Pope, unquote. This really had nothing to do with religion, of course, but everything to do with setting the right kind of example the absolute best tone from the top. As a manager or leader at any level, you can choose not to lead by example and to not play by the same rules that you expect others to. But why would you want to? That is, if you want to have the best chances of succeeding. There are two highly practical reasons why leading by example makes excellent career and business sense. First, it's pretty simple. It's effective. The second one is, is it helps make people want to follow you. It sets the right tone for those in the lower levels of an organization who are closely watching how their leaders behave. It disarms any resentment that may be felt rightly or wrongly toward those in high managerial places. It's difficult to resent managers who roll up their sleeves and wade into the trenches when they need to and who share the same sacrifices that their teams do. As famed philosopher and physician Albert Schweitzer once put it, example is not the main thing in influencing others. It is the only thing. Dr. Schweitzer may have been exaggerating a bit, a bit but not a whole lot. And the second example in a MindTools.com article about leading by example, writer Bruna Martinuzzi states, there's an old saying about the difference between a manager and a leader. Managers do things right. Leaders do the right things. There's hardly anything worse for company morale than leaders who practice the do as I say, not as I do philosophy. When this happens, you can almost see the loss of enthusiasm and goodwill amongst the staff. It's like watching the air go out of a balloon and being replaced by cynicism and disappointment. No matter what the situation is, Double standards, that is, witnessing people say one thing and then doing another, always feels like betrayal. They can be very destructive. If this ever happened to you, you can probably remember that sense of disappointment and letdown. I think we probably all have at one point or another, whether it be in our professional career or our personal life. If you are in a leadership position, then you know that you have a responsibility to your team. They look to you for guidance and strength. That's part of what being a leader is. 
and a big part of your responsibility is to lead the team with your own actions. Actions, my friends, speak louder than words. As a leader, part of your job is to inspire the people around you to push themselves and in turn the company to greatness. To do this, you must show them the way by doing it yourself. The Drawscast quote of the day. Okay, I have several different quotes today and they all roll around to the same idea leading by example. The first one is from the aforementioned doctor and philosopher Albert Schweitzer. The three most important ways to lead people are by example, by example, by example. Another person you may have heard of, Albert Einstein, is quoted as saying, setting an example is not the main means of influencing others. It is the only means. A gentleman by the name of Paul Wellstone once said, never separate the life you live from the words you speak. Two more for you here. John Maxwell. People may teach you what they know, but they reproduce what they are. And lastly, a person who I've mentioned their quote several times is Mahatma Gandhi. An ounce of practice is worth more than a ton of preaching. I can't tell if it sounds like it's coming through with my words and my enthusiasm, but this is one of my favorite, most passionate subjects, folks. I love and learned hard lessons about leading by example, and maybe that's why I feel so strongly about it, because I learned this uh, in real life and and realized that I can't ask people to do things that I'm not willing to do myself. That makes the best leader. It's that simple. Your homework or call to action is to think about the times you fail to be a good example, primarily at work, but maybe in your personal life as well. Think deeply about this, about what you did and what the possible ramifications were. I told you my issue earlier as a restaurant leader and what my ramifications were as not being a good leader. The turnstile of employees was my biggest issue. I have another to share with you the next time we meet inside the Drawscast. So just as a matter of note, I've mentioned it a couple times, but I do have two guests booked, soon to be three. You're going to start hearing those somewhere between episode 16 and 20. Again, this episode is 14. So soon. With each download and subscription, we are expanding the Drawscast Nation. Please tell your friends. Also, if you are looking for uh, an avenue to find my video blogs, the best place to find all of them in one spot is on my YouTube channel, Jeff Drozdowski. Love YouTube more and more. Did you know that YouTube was the second biggest search engine behind Google? I had no idea until recently. So if you're looking to advertise your business, YouTube would seem to be much more effective than Facebook, uh, at least in my opinion. So anyway, back to YouTube. Uh, The social media sites that I'm on, LinkedIn, Facebook, and of course YouTube are great. But the aforementioned YouTube is a great spot to find all of those videos. And of course, DrawsTalks.com, not only to find those video blogs, but also to find all of my podcasts, as well as on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and many, many other formats. I just want to take a moment and tell you how much of an honor it is that you take the time to listen to my show, The Drawscast Podcast. I appreciate it. I appreciate the loyalty. I see the downloads. 
And uh, it gives me chills to think that there are actually people out there that are listening to what I have to say on an episode-by-episode basis. So thank you again. Until next time, this is You Succeeding. Keep it up. Kyla, do the honors and close us out. Thank you for being part of the Drawscast. Check out Jeff's website, drawstalks.com, to find out more about booking Jeff for your next event. Also at drawstalks.com, you can purchase Jeff's book, Inspired, How Our Differences Are Changing the Workplace, or inquire about Jeff's training programs and personal or executive coaching. All of Jeff's video blogs can be seen on his YouTube channel, Jeff Drozowski. Thank you and bye for now.